am honored to introduce to you the creator of the Hunger Games themselves, Dean Casca Highbottom. I have summoned you all here for the 10th annual reaping ceremony, in which we choose two children from each district to fight to the death in the Hunger Games. From District 12, Lucy Gray Baird. There has been a change this year. As a mentor, Mr. Snow, your role is to turn these children into spectacles, not survivors. What does my mentor do besides bring me roses? I do my best to take care of you. You really want to take care of me in that arena? Start by thinking I can actually win. I'm Lucky Flickerman, first ever host of The Hunger Games. Enjoy the show. Five. Four, Enjoy the show. Three, two, Enjoy the show. Run. Enjoy the show. What happens in there? Fueled with the terror of becoming prey. See how quickly we become predator? See how quickly civilization disappears? There's a natural goodness built into us all. We can step across that line into evil, or not. You hear that, boy? It's the sound of snow falling. How wonderful that we all get to be here for someone's final performance. It's not just about winning. Everything is about winning. You're monsters! All of you! <laughs> hey! It's the things we love most that destroy us. And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another movie review here for you all on the podcast. Today we are talking Hunger Games. We are going back to Pan Am to discuss the Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds, and Snakes. Before we get into the review, I am joined by guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have Amanda. Amanda, hello. Hey, I'm excited to be on this one with you, Dwayne. I really am pleasantly surprised with what they did with the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. So it's going to be good. Yeah, it's very good to have you here on the podcast to discuss this film. And I noticed that I said, first we have Manda. It's just Manda. Just me and Manda today again. (laughs) (laughs) Just Manda again. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, this film in depth. And yeah, we'll get started from that. And let's go right into the bio per IMDb. Uh, it's a really short bio. Um, <laughs> Coriolanus Snow mentors and develops feelings for the female District 12 tribute during the 10th Hunger Games. 
and it was directed by Francis Lawrence, who's returning to the franchise to direct this one. And of course, it stars uh, Rachel Zegler, Tom Blythe, Viola Davis. We also had Hunter Schaefer. And uh, yeah, so let's get into the movie. I kind of wanted to just go right into it. What did you think about The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbird? This title is ridiculously long. Uh, what do you think about songbirds and snakes? <laughs> <laughs> the only way to condense it is just like straight up songbirds and snakes. Um, I was forced to read this book. and Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah, I was forced to read this book. Uh, the book is a chore to get through. Um, so I was really worried that the book, um, that the movie was going to be like lull and be kind of boring like the book. Cause it's just, it's so dense. Um, but I will say that the book picks up at the same time that the movie picks up. And I think that it is one of the most faithful adaptations that we have gotten uh, in mm-hmm. a very long time. And dare I say it's one of the best prequel films to a franchise in a long, long time <laughs> that we have gotten. Um, I think the entire cast gave incredible performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone was perfectly cast. It felt like Rachel Zegler was born to play this role or that it was written for her, like with her in mind, because it was literally incredible. Um, and Tom Blythe, this is the first time that I've seen him in anything, and he absolutely bodied the role of uh, Corio of mm-hmm. snow and i thought that he did a great job i think the story's great it's very well written uh the action in the action in the games obviously francis lawrence is a seasoned uh director when it comes to this franchise so uh i really liked everything up until the third act and that's where oh. it, it loses momentum for me after the games because yeah, I would agree. I can agree with that as well. Yeah, because even in the in the book, it was like such a hard pivot. You had you mm-hmm. gained momentum, and you're like, okay, yes, like the game's just gonna happen next, and all of that, and then it just slows down. Um, but besides that, I like thoroughly enjoyed this because then the ending with Snow leads straight into like Donald Sutherland's President Snow. Uh, so I just like that we see the beginning of his villainy. And just all the puzzle pieces that come together to form uh, who he is uh, mm-hmm. at the end of this. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really like I really like Tom Blythe as well because you forget that this is supposed to be like a Snow origin prequel story for him. You know, mm-hmm. first and foremost. So he's actually very likable. Like in the beginning of in the first like half of the movie, very likable. But then like. It does a good job at making you forget that he's supposed to do supposed to be a villain because then towards the you know towards the third the second half uh you see his transformation and you know how he's changing you uh, you know how his thinking is changing and I really enjoyed that and I thought Tom Blythe did a great job uh I am very split on the Rachel Zegler performance I feel like if they didn't have her do this accent she'd be great great her than what she was yeah. um because i feel like the accent slipped a lot and i just i i feel like when when it's that noticeable in performances that just drop it you know it's kind of um it's kind of like with scarlet witch how they had her doing an accent and then they just dropped it because it just wasn't you know it wasn't vi- they wasn't vibing with it 
you know? Yeah. And that's kind of how I felt about Rachel Zegler. I just was not vibing with like that aspect of the movie. And uh, I did not read the book, but I'm a huge fan of the Hunger Games movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I rewatched them this week. So it was nice being back in that world. But mm-hmm. so, so, so for me overall, I thought it was good. Like I didn't love it. I actually really wanted to to, to love it just because of yeah. how much I love Hunger Games, how much I love the world. But just it's 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 just the issue with prequels sometimes. It's just mm-hmm. the fact that we don't have our people. You know, you spent yeah. four Hunger Games movies watching the same group of actors and characters that it's hard to just get used to new ones, mm-hmm. you know? But I, I do like spinoffs of like, you know, uh, movies and television shows. So I guess it's not really the same thing, but I guess it's prequels sometimes. Like I have a disconnect with when it comes to pre to prequels in that regard. So yeah. they have, they have Lucy Gray here and Lucy Gray is not, is not like Katniss Everdeen, like at all. Mm-hmm. And I think, that to have two two different characters in that regard was a good thing, but I was missing Katniss a lot. Like yeah. I just felt like Lucy Gray just did nothing but sing, and I get it. That's the, that's <laughs> that's the point. But I was like, can you fight? Can you do anything else? Can you like stop running? I, I don't know. <laughs> it just it was I, that just this just did not work for me because I was really missing Katniss in this in that part. Yeah, I I totally hear you. I think for me, it that I felt that with the Fantastic Beast films more so than this one, where like I kind of liked these characters and yeah. I could sit with them. I again, like I personally, I love that we had such a young cast. Like I, we don't get movies like that anymore, where it's not only like two like young people here. It's like a full cast of like uh, mm-hmm. young actors, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Also shout out to like Josh Andres Rivera because he was so good as Sejanus. Sejanus. Yeah. I thought um, he was great. Yeah. So we didn't see much of him in West Side Story. I didn't know he had these like acting chops here. Mm-hmm. And then you give him the chance to, you know, give him the opportunity to play something like this, which is amazing. So um, they were all good. I do. I just think that, the one thing that was missing for me was getting into Corio's head mm-hmm. because I think that would have been way more interesting um, for audiences because that's what the book is. And mm-hmm. there's also that romantic um, side with him and Lucy that we don't get that much of. Like there's the beginning of it, but they don't really tell you how in love with him, he, how in love with her he actually is mm-hmm. at all. So I, there are a couple things that I would have changed, but um, yeah, yeah. I do I do think that this is a stronger prequel. I, and also Rachel Zegler had said that, she said something along the lines of where Katniss was a fighter and she, had, she was like forced to perform, where mm-hmm. Lucy Gray was a performer and she was like forced to fight. So like that contrast there was. Like, I love the contrast. Like, yeah, yeah like, I love picked, the contrast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I totally feel you that Cadness is just an incredible female character, and I, I did miss her in this too. Not like I didn't, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was that because I, I, I'm totally, I totally get it. You know, I don't know, I don't want to 
seem like like oh man this i just want the hunger games back but when you just make it so like i mean she's doing the kurt the you know the curtsy thing and stuff and i was like and then <laughs> so in the trailer when she's doing that you know the the infamous like bowing that you know katniss does mm-hmm. when she does that it's like after something so like lame so i was just like okay you know <laughs> But I, I don't know. I, I don't know because I, I I did watch the first trailer for this one, the one that came out. I didn't mm-hmm. watch the most recent one, but I did watch the first one. And the trailer does tell you that, you know, she's just a regular, you know, ordinary, ordinary woman in that world and stuff. But like there was something that I don't know. There was something missing for me. And I know it's not fair because of Katniss, but there was just something missing for me as far as her character goes like i would have loved to see like i think i actually think one of the things that that would that worked that was so great about katniss was her family and i actually maybe wanted as would would have liked to see more of that Mm -hmm. you know as far as for lucy gray and like why i should care and you know um you know because that instantly with the first hunger games you care about katniss because she's volunteering for her young sister now she has to leave her family you know so it's just maybe something like Maybe just a more of a dynamic to that, but I did love the chemistry between her and Tom Blythe. Um, I thought that was all great. The chemistry was yeah. good. I thought the performances, for the most part, everybody was strong, like really mm-hmm. strong. I would have loved, loved, loved to see more of Hunter Schaefer. Same. I thought that was great. I, oh yeah. man, Hunter was so good. It was so good. I yeah. would have loved to see more of Peter Dinklage and mm-hmm. Vi- Viola Davis was also she- great. That was great. Ate. She ate. Like yeah. I love seeing Viola Davis in this role. Like she really played around with her dark side, and it made yeah. me so happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The cast was great. The cast was so was like that. Really, you know, that gives you a reason to watch it mm-hmm. and stuff. And the direction, like I saw it in IMAX, and I love when things are filmed with IMAX cameras because that means the yeah. whole screen is taken up. Like that's why yeah. Dune looks amazing in IMAX. Hell so yeah. this um this movie would looked looked incredible. Like as far as the mm-hmm. shots and the directing, I thought all of that was great. And um, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Even so, that like the production design impressed me too because everything mm-hmm. just looks so polished. Really liked it. Yeah, I thought, it, and I thought, so, and I also thought it was like it was cute to see like old hunger games like how they were doing everything and like the old tvs and microphones and the arena is not like some high-tech arena it's just like a dome and um yeah it's just it's just a dome where you know so and you know the people are still sending people stuff in the movie and it's like i like seeing the the kind of like raggedy version of the hunger games <laughs> so i thought that was you know kind of like the diy hunger games i yeah. I, I liked that aspect of it uh but i do agree like i was very much into the first half more than the mm. second the second yeah. felt like a complete different movie yeah. and i don't know maybe they because of the because of how much pushback they got from mockingjay part one and two uh, you know, and you know, making those movies two parts, but if this movie just felt like a two parter, mm-hmm. it, it just didn't feel like a cohesive film because after you get out of the games, it turns into like another. I feel like I tuned into the next week of television as far as like it feels like a complete different movie yeah. as far as what's happening. 
but I think as a whole, I still, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Just my, just some things didn't work for me, I guess. But yeah, overall, like, I, I'm with you. I totally agree with that part. I personally think that it would have benefited if it was a bit longer, mm-hmm. if they were going to tack that last part on, because you have, I think, like two subplots that join with Corio, mm-hmm. and then his ultimate descent into darkness. Like it's just, I think that they could have stretched it a bit more. Yeah. And apparently yeah. Francis Lawrence had said that he's like, there's still footage. We just had to cut it like a bit differently. And I'm like, no, give me more. <laughs> like, don't do that. It's okay. I would have sat there. For, like, I always say, I'm like, I would sit there for three, three and a half hours if the pacing is really strong. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that it was really well paced throughout the whole film. And then that's the main issue is because it just lost that. Um, I guess that excitement you know, yeah. going into the third. So it, yeah. yeah, it would have benefited if they just stretched a bit more. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of like politics in the third, in the, in the third um, act and a lot of, a lot of like backstabbing and things mm-hmm. kind of happening and betrayal and stuff. And um, yeah, like, I don't know how Lucy Gray's ending is in the book, but it just kind of ends here. And yeah. I was like, it's the same. It's, it's actually it's more ambiguous in the book, and at least this one had some sort of finality to it. But like reading mm-hmm. the book, I was I was so checked out. I was like, "What does this mean? Like, what <laughs> do you mean this is how it's gonna end?" But I yeah. loved that whole scene when he just falls to the ground in the middle oh, of the forest. Oh, that scene was great. Yeah. Oh great. my god, he need mm-hmm. God bless Tom Blith. I'm really happy that they found him for this because yeah. he needs to be booked and busy after this one for sure. Yeah, it was his. Uh, he has to do a lot of uh, performing by himself in the last bit of, in the last bit of the movie, mm-hmm. and I think that was just great. And just the movie, like by the end, like I did enjoy the third act, even though it was a little bit more messier than the rest of the movie, just mm-hmm. because it felt like a Game of Thrones, just like people backstabbing each other and i liked that aspect of it you know yeah. like when when you just don't trust anyone and there's like a paranoia about that that i enjoy mm-hmm. but um but yeah so overall i really i really enjoyed the movie it's not one of my favorites of the year but i think it's i think it's really i, I think it's good you know i think it's good it's hunger games um i don't think it's the best one since catching fire like i think catching fire of course is like yeah. The soup suit, you know, the S tier Hunger Games, and then mm-hmm. I think I would still put the first Hunger Games over this one. Um, and then when it gets to Mockingjay, I just don't even know because those are still like <laughs> not completed movies at all. So right? I, yeah, yeah, they just um, I don't even know when it comes to Mockingjay. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so I would say, but I still, I think I still like the first two Hunger Games over this one. But I still think it's a, it's a nice, it's a nice like collection of movies like i like i don't hate or dislike either of them i think it's a nice connection like you know a nice little concoction of movies that i can go back to i love world building so you got to see a lot of world building here and just like the vfx and the the, the directing and the cinematography i thought was great I thought it was really, really good. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I already got my big Hunger Games collection. I'm sure they're going to, like, put them all together in, like, a five-movie collection. Yeah. Uh, if it looks better than the one that I have, we'll see if I get it. <laughs> but I'll definitely but I de- but I'll definitely get it when it comes out, you know, because, you know, it'd be a nice movie to watch at home, too. It's a, it's, I, 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 think it's, I think it's pretty good. 
Oh, for sure. I'm with you mm-hmm. there. I think I have like two of them on Blu-ray and then two of them on DVD. So I really mm-hmm. need a box set to happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so they, they it's released, all in 4K. Yeah, they got the they released they had that 4K one at Best Buy that I got a few months ago, and it's just oh, great. Lucky. Um so any final thoughts for you know Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes? Um, yeah, I'm just really happy that this came out. It also kind of feels like we didn't miss a beat. We didn't like have like 10 15 years pass from the actual hunger games like we fell mm-hmm. right back into step with panem and mm-hmm. i really really like this i we, we need more films that aren't superhero films as much as we love them but i think that i really miss like the dystopian book adaptations i miss like supernatural like films like uh, like twilight and you know mm-hmm the magic that's there so i think that this was a really just refreshing change of pace for this november release but yeah i really enjoyed it i, I think totally it- agree with that you said yeah. you said like you missed like just it's so weird you said that because i was just um randomly i was like oh man i'm watching hunger games i want to go into like another like ya yeah. kind, not ya but like a book adaptation of like a world yeah. so i put on mortal engines and it's not like an amazing movie, but it's just the fantasy stuff that I love so much about yeah. it. And I just, we don't get that out any, like we don't get that at all anymore because those movies like towards the tail end of like 2019, 2018, they just wasn't doing well. Even something like Alita Battle Angel. It's like, yeah. we just don't get stuff like that where it's just fantasy, it's dystopian, it's it's post apocalyptic, it's yeah. steampunk. It's just really rare when we get that. And the creator did like not do good this year at all. And it's like, yeah, we just, we don't get stuff like that anymore. So I, I actually, I, I, I agree. Yeah. So people need to go watch this so we can get more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's not, it's not doing the greatest that it, like it's not doing her <laughs> games numbers and it yeah. sucks. But I mean, I mean, that's just what's going to happen when you don't, you don't have the, you know, you don't have the, you know, it's a prequel, so you can't really have yeah. Jennifer Lawrence in here or anything like that, or you know, and and you want to stay true to the books. And I know that mm-hmm. Lionsgate secretly wants to just do another one and just be like, can we just make another Hunger Games movies like, with mm-hmm. Jennifer and Josh and all of them one more? So hopefully, I mean, we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe, maybe she'll write another book. And maybe. Then- it's like a prequel. I mean, it's like well, a sequel to all that. Everyone wants the spinoff with Haymitch because his mm. games had the 48 tributes, I think. Yeah. So yeah. that would be absolutely insane to have 48 tributes for the Hunger Games. I think that's mm-hmm. the most interesting uh, one out of all the stories that we've heard. So let's get to writing that, Suzanne <laughs> Collins. Thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then uh, listen, hope we've been reading, though, you and I. Yes. have been reading like the new this new like ya stuff that's been going nuts as far as fantasy goes and oh, and yeah. the um fourth wing and then iron flame came out Ooh. completely broke records like sold out everywhere as far yeah. as those books now it did it was announced i think that amazon is doing them into shows mm-hmm. but I really wanted those in movies. Me too. Like, I really want, because I just want to go back to, like, I love going to, like, a movie theater, IMAX, and I'm just sucked into, like, a different world. Like, I'm not talking about, like, 
yeah, you know, the superhero worlds are cool, but like they're just kind of like they're they're our worlds with superheroes. Yes. And it's like, yeah, it's cool, you know. But like when you get me into into like a Star Wars and it's or like a Hunger Games or like even Dungeons and Dragons this year and mm-hmm. stuff like that, like I like that. And you're, yeah, you're transported entirely. Yeah, like I want that. But um they're they're gonna be made into shows. So I mean we'll see what happens because there is a lot of book in those, you know, there's a lot of book when oh, it comes yeah. to those two books. So we'll see what happens. But uh yeah. my final thoughts is that I thought it was I thought it was good. Um a couple of things didn't work, didn't really work for me. I was missing the OG Hunger Games cast and and stuff like that, and the story kinda gets a little jumbled at the last half, you know, but I still think it's uh I, th- I still think it's worth your time and I definitely still recommend it. And uh yeah. Everyone, that is our review I guess for Hunger Games The Ballad of Song Birds and Snakes Part 3. <laughs> <laughs> so uh all right and so let's go to you Amanda, let everyone know where they can follow you. Yeah, you guys can always follow me over at AMX ND Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. And Threads is still a thing, so you can find me there. And you can check <laughs> out my website, CandidXCinema.com, and my YouTube, Candid Cinema. All right, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at CinemaX94, and you can follow the podcast, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Amanda. Talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.